0: This podcast is listener-supported. To help us out, go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Red Bull This is the Red Bull Rant Podcast. If you aren't expecting adult language, why even bother listening? Welcome, my friends, to the show Friends. This is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast, the official Red Bull Podcast of Explanation and What's a Metro. I'm your host, Jason I.
1: I'm Pat McDonald.
2: I'm Truman, and this is episode 248, In the Presence of Mine Enemies.
1: Mm. Enemies, indeed.
0: So, good way for the Red Bulls playoff run to continue. Two one, the home loss at TFC, which honestly, probably like one of the better results they could have hoped for. in <laughs> <laughs> they yeah. playing, but still not not good heading into second leg, given the whole yeah. away goal stuff. Yeah. So,
1: I think we predicted wins last week, but I also think that was more us thinking with our heart as opposed to our brains.
2: I, I'm sure I must have just said we have a chance because, as yeah. we know, we don't predict scores. Or I didn't.
1: So you're saying there's a chance.
0: So Red Bulls 2-1 loss to TFC. But we'll get off into the scenario of second leg uh, a little bit later, but as we usually do, likes, dislikes. Truman, you go first. What did you dislike about this one?
2: Well, after the Chicago game, I think our biggest dislike was just the control that chicago had uh, after the first two goals and we said any better team you know is going to take advantage of having that much control and that's what we saw in this game toronto pretty much almost all the ball control almost all the possession in this game and uh they pay forward with that opening goal and then side dislike will definitely be <laughs> the free kick when i turn and look at pat and I say, this is the last person you want to take a free kick. Yep. I don't even know if I had a chance to turn my head all the way back forward when the ball was in the net. Yep. Uh, easily, easily in the net. That looked like there was no one standing and defending it.
1: Yeah,
2: no. So yeah, you saw so. you saw what happens when a team controls the ball, a team like that. They definitely could have had another goal, the one that went off the uh, crossbar in the first half. Just... These are the things you have. You have to control the ball more than that
0: at home. Mm-hmm. So, by the way, the since I watched the game on Fox Soccer Match Pass, which is its own little health recently, but right before that, he says Javinko's had I think it was seven free kicks. I'm like, God damn you! You had to fucking say something. <laughs> like he he called it basically that he was going to happen. I, I don't even know what happened there. I really don't. I mean... Robles wasn't set correctly. That was the problem.
1: Well, everybody said... I mean, apparently it was designed that Mario was supposed to break for that back corner. Uh, and he didn't. And uh, Sasha Kleshin. Kleshin and Luis Robles both flat out called him out uh, post-game. Threw him under the bus. Uh, <laughs> so, that's that.
0: So... Hearing that, I'm going to call bullshit on Robles because he's the goalkeeper. For, forget the fact that Mario screwed up or not. He should know. If, if his if Mario's job is to track back like that, he has to be ready for the fact that it's not going to happen.
1: Mm, I he don't has, think so. No, I both, kind of feel look, like look the, if look your, look your look defender good. is supposed to defend, you kind of... Replay,
0: Looking at the replay, he did not react quick enough to that
1: kickoff. No, he didn't. Uh, who? Robles or Maria?
0: Robles. Uh, Maria started to, and, looked, and I, I, there's no audio, so I don't know what happened, but he backed off his run.
1: Yeah.
0: I Look, think maybe because we're, I think Maria thought he wasn't going to make it. Yeah. Because if you watch the video, you see him jump to try to head the ball away. And if he had uh, kept running back, he probably wasn't going to make it.
1: Yeah. Look, like, I want to. I won't argue it's a stupid play, but if, if a guy is supposed to be somewhere, as a goalkeeper, you have to assume your teammate's going to do his job. I, I mean, you know, he's, obviously, if if that was never the design and Maria was never supposed to break, then, yeah, absolutely. Robles was completely out of position. But, I mean, when it's a design play and that's what he's supposed to do, you have to assume your team is going to do his job. I mean, Robles was covering – I mean, if, he, if Robles broke early – Giovinco could have seen that, and he could have gone to the space that Robles was occupying before that, you know? it's Look, it's Jivinko. You're going against Giovinco on a free kick in an extremely dangerous spot. You don't want to put yourself in that situation, period, no matter what play you design.
0: Now I'm going to try to find the highlight because so I need to see where he was. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Well,
1: while you look, while you do your your highlight research, I'll go in my dislike. Uh, <laughs> my dislike would be, I mean, despite my defending Robles, uh, you know that first goal was pretty brutal. I mean, that that's goalkeeping one on one. You do not put a rebound right back out in front of you. Um, you know, it, it's just it's it, it's a recipe for disaster. As soon as I saw that thing bounce straight up to the top of the box, I knew a goal was coming. I think everybody in the South Ward knew. Uh, goal was coming so um you know that, that's that's a big bummer um you know certainly the offense was uh, extraordinarily disappointing on the night but uh that uh, you know it would have been it's possible it could have gotten away with one one possibly could have gotten away with one nothing but uh you know it's just some realistic you know whether you think he's at fault on the free kick or not you did not have a fine night So I
0: just sent you guys an image of where he was at the start of that kick. I'm putting him on – I'm saying he's part of the problem in this case because oh, yeah. he looks like he's – no, no, but – If that's
1: the is, design he is play. So of, yeah, because he's, supposed, he's, he's, supposed he's covering the right side of the net. Murillo was supposed to cover the left side of the net. Mario did not cover the left side of the net unless they're just trying to cover for Robles, which maybe they are. I I don't know, but the thing is – if that's the design, you have to assume your teammate's going to do his job. You have to. It's just so how it works.
0: So, but looking at the highlight, Rio never backed off his backtrack. He, he kept going back. So, if he maybe he broke too late.
1: Uh, duh.
2: Yeah, maybe they should have uh, had some. You know, he should have been ready before the ball even came towards the net. You
1: know. You know. What? I, I'm just going to reiterate. Really, when it comes to Mario, I'm going to reiterate what I heard on the Total Soccer Show uh, podcast review of this. And I just want to be like, how is this guy going to the World Cup? <laughs> how is this guy going to the freaking World Cup? Him and Adam, well,
2: uh, let's go back a couple episodes, and then we'll explain why, right?
1: So
0: I'm looking at this. It's like the 10th time I'm going through this free kick now, right now. And Mario is back. Is starting his run back. So he's running up to the ball. Yeah, not good. Not good. So, either Murillo didn't do a good job of tracking back or was out of position enough to not be able to cover it just in case. I, I, am,
1: I am more willing to believe Mario screwed up than Robles is dumb enough to leave that much space in the goal.
0: I don't know. Robles has not been great this year, so... He's
1: not, he's not dumb. He's generally not dumb. No,
0: no, no. I'm not saying he's I'm not, I mean, it's, I'm saying, if anything, it's, it's a mistake. I'm not saying it's a consistent pattern for him.
1: Yeah, I, I I, I, yeah I'm yeah, i going to go. I'm putting out Murillo. Uh, I'll put everything on Murillo. He sucks.
0: My dislike is going to I'm, actually kind of I'm find so of the face of something that uh, Truman said in terms of
1: stats. I, I'm just going to say I'm happy Murillo is on loan. Uh, so we don't have to keep him past this year.
0: That's fair. Yes, I, I will admit that he has not been great this year for us. But so uh, to to talk about TFC dominating, they really didn't. If you think it's possession stat, New York held it sixty four point four percent of the time. Does the numbers mean nothing? 12, 12 total shots to six for T S C. But yeah, it's but a, you, you
2: have a, you have to you watch the game again, and you tell me who had to control that game.
0: But it's the same problem the Red Bulls have had. Teams sit back, invite the pressure, hit on the counter. That is 101 for playing the Red Bulls. And they do not have a way around it. it that's the same exact thing I said during the, the, the losing streak back to being in the fall. Jesse Marsh has no plan B for when the team can't use his high pressure effectively. And now they're going to go into a worse situation, having to go on the road. Down two away goals. Yep, having to having to have to probably play the exact same style of actually passing the ball around and getting the ball into space, which TSC did not give them at all. You know what? You know what really bugged me about this
2: game too. Not this isn't my dislike, but I have to add this is that I feel every single home playoff game. At the end of the game, towards the the end of the second half, that ball is always sitting right in front of the opponent's net, and it does not get put in. And this was the one where Bradley had it right there and just couldn't bury it and was not able to drop it to – I forget who was coming in, had an open man, and could not pass it to him and could have scored. I feel that's every single game that that ball sits there.
1: Oh, there was there's plenty of opportunity in the second half i mean it's i don't i, I don't see again i don't necessarily think it's marsh's tactics don't work because i think there were plenty of opportunities they just didn't put it away i mean right i remember i remember the one play tyler adams had it up like the touch line at the edge of the box and, and before you knew it it was passed back to the midfield it's like how do you get from that point to the next it, it's it's just it's crazy I, I again i don't necessarily think it's they, they can't figure it out. I, I almost feel like this team just gets gunshot for whatever fucking reason in the playoffs.
2: I'd like to know why Sasha is the only one taking corners when uh, it's not working. Well, uh, over right. and over and over and over and over again.
1: Well, French Messi took him by the end of the game. I mean, superstar Vincent Messi doesn't yeah, work.
2: Right. In the fat old seven minutes of the game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Likes. Well, likes, I guess. Likes. I guess. What's the, what's, right? Yeah, let's start yeah,
0: this uh, off. Uh, I'll I'm, I'm give you my like. I consider the series over, so if they win, it's, it's, everything's gravy from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess my like will be is that
2: it could have been worse. Like I said, in my dislike, I guess that's my like, is that at least there's hope. Yeah. Going into this league, it's not a far gone conclusion like the NLCS series might be. We're not in that kind of hole. Although yeah. they could they go home and play at least. Well, that's actually worse. have a chance. Mm-hmm. So that I, I guess yeah okay. This is my like. This is my official like. We're in a better situation than they are. How about that?
0: Yeah, I second that.
2: There we go. That but, that's my like. <laughs>
1: My life is, I guess, it's, right, a good time. I had a good time. Had a good time in South Ward. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. It was a good time, and we got to sit high up, so I still, I was still able to see the game.
2: So yeah, we went into the retirement section, Jay. That's what happened.
0: Not as, not as high up as the retirement section was at RFK. Hmm.
2: No, no, I don't think you could go higher.
0: Although it was probably <laughs> more stable. Possible. Yes, much. <laughs> <laughs> And we could have gone higher. We were only like halfway up the section. Can you take me higher?
1: Yeah, a little Creed for all of you.
0: <laughs> Should I throw out some dislike
2: tweets? Because let me tell you, there are no tweets with a like. These are all pure
1: yes. Hate. Let's, let, let's let's do some tweets, and then we'll talk some uh, U.S. national team ramifications of this. Yeah,
2: game. because right, because that's gonna that's a topic all its own.
1: Yeah. So we're gonna
2: let's stick to the game here. Uh. At X-Y-N-I-E, Anthony says, so Metro, hashtag. A classic. <laughs> An oldie but a goodie. Uh, Tonio M, good points. Three of the backbone of this team had a terrible game. Robles, Clayton, Felipe, who I agree, and we didn't even mention him. Uh, time to accept the beating and move on to Sunday. Felipe definitely did not have a good game. Actually, I thought him and Gio yeah. were having a flop contest. Yeah. Uh, I'm,
1: kind of a, I'm kind of over Felipe's flops, I got to admit.
2: Yeah, just, I mean... Uh,
1: just to chat over it.
2: Yeah. You know, the ref wait, sees it over wait, and over wait. and over again.
0: By the way, the Fox so- Fox Soccer Match Pass, which I hate that name. now. The guys, who, whoever was calling that game, basically said right, Phil's flopped on the penalty. Wow,
2: well, I didn't see it. What? It was on the other side of the field. Side. Uh, Casey Jones great, at Grateful Shred 23 said, That old Metro's feeling. See what happens when they lose? <laughs> Those old black and red stripes start popping up. Uh, at Tojo Casper Rock, Perenel, as much as I think he's a solid backline player today, he made a lot of bad decisions. Uh, a, a couple. Only one cost him, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Chico FFS said, I got no rage left. Same mistakes as always. Lack of creativity on offense. Lack of literally anything on defense. Yeah. Mind you, they only lost to a goal and a free kick. So... Could have been worse. Uh, He also said, I've said it all year, this team needs a change of tactics and management. This team probably didn't deserve to make the playoffs. Uh, But since they did, we've probably guaranteed ourselves another year of mediocre, rage-inducing soccer.
0: Hmm.
2: Point again. And I brought this up in the beginning of the year to Jesse. I feel that there's no plan B for this team when they're down. The plan B is get Verone in there. Yeah. Get another offensive player in there. I, I, it's like the tactics don't change, which, and I think sometimes you need to do that.
0: So, since you mentioned that, do we start for Rome?
2: Well, we're, well, we have plenty of time to get to that. That's okay. that's okay. the next game. We will we will discuss for sure. We still have stuff to talk about that happened actually in Red Bull Arena. Uh, let me see if we have any more tweets here. Because I'll tell you what, when I tweet something out and then I get about fourteen replies. <laughs> uh, you know that's trouble. Uh, at Jersey Jonathan said, losing because you weren't paying attention on a free kick, a new low for the Red Bulls in playoffs. I can't agree more.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure that the losing on a free kick I pay attention to is up by the fact that we lost on another free kick we were paying attention to. We let Roy Miller take it. <laughs> or,
1: or, 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 or how about Roy Miller taking a... Uh... Taking a potentially playoff saving free kick instead of Sierra on right?
2: Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hashtag never forget. Uh, Wade Harrison, W. Harrison, 83, said both goals were a consequence of bad decision making, which is my main gripe. Absolutely. Passing was also sloppy at times. Absolutely. Uh, Red Bulls also tried to score the perfect goal too often instead of playing the percentages. TFC were there to be got at the end of the second half. He, I'm going to just have him take over my spot on that show because those were actually they were fantastic points he just made. Uh, sometimes you just got to shoot, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The ball ain't going in if you just shoot. Now, I'll say this. Sometimes fans scream shoot when there's absolutely no chance you're ever going to get a shot on goal, so let's not go crazy, fans.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: There are times where they just love to make that last pass. They really do. And we, we see the results.
1: Uh, I, I did like the one tweet you didn't read because, uh, you know, I think the person got confused as you were tweeting. Bull, Aaron Long, cow, plural question. I never thought that was a Robles and Felipe. Thank you, Tunito M. Wrong podcast.
2: Yeah, you notice how I didn't read that one.
1: Yeah, I think it's funny that he tweeted that at us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so... There's one more thing I talked about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Michael. I wasn't there the, for this, and, and the Fox Soccer Match Cats, whatever, feed was terrible, so I didn't know what the hell was going on. Yes, uh, all I was not there was some controversy after the game, apparently.
1: Uh, it doesn't seem all that controversial, um, but it was certainly mentioned. Uh, Michael Bradley and Jersey Alstor received a rather warm welcome from the South Ward. Um, being booed every time they touch the ball, uh, receiving chance of fuck you, Josie, fuck you, Bradley, and World Cup reject. Because, not just because they were playing for Toronto SC, but because they were two key players on the team that missed the World Cup. Uh, there are I mean, Josie Alton's after the game uh, certainly said, he said it was classes. And uh, I think my favorite quote, he had was there's no loyalty anymore. Okay. Just the guy who left. <laughs> it's like, okay, Josie, of what loyalty exactly are you speaking of? Uh, you left the Red Bulls, and when you came back, you didn't come back to the Red Bulls. And, and I don't fault you for that, but let's not talk about loyalty when you haven't been on the team for, what, almost 10 years?
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: you know? <laughs> Red Bull,
2: uh, Giant Stadium days.
1: Yeah, it's like, so the loyalty thing I, th- I found to be very, very funny. Um, and as for Michael Bradley, I have nothing but respect for the guy. He, I will always respect a good troll job. And as the South Ward was yelling, I think going back and forth between F.U. Bradley and World Cup Reject, he just sat there sipping his Gatorade, taking one step closer to the to the South Ward with every sip before he, he was actually standing on the end line, sipping his Gatorade, just staring down the South Ward. And don't get me wrong, I totally took part in yelling it, but I respect it. I totally respect it. Um, you know, and, and in the end, I mean, were Rebel fans wrong to do these things? No. Not at no, no.
2: There was nothing. Know. There was no derogatory comments made yeah. towards either player by the fans chanting.
1: Yeah. And, and, and the thing is, I think uh, I had heard that Brad Friedel, who was one of the commentators on Fox broadcast said, this is exactly what happens to the English players who missed the world cup in 1994 over in England, when he was playing in the premier league. And, Look, this, this is absolutely what we fans need to do. And, and I don't care. if Jersey says, Oh, you know who's the most painful? The players. I mean, I think we've all come to realize in the World Cup hangover is that we treated these guys with kid gloves for far too long. And if you screw up like they did missing this World Cup, they're going to hear it and they should hear it from the fans because, yeah. I mean, it's, it's unacceptable. I mean, uh, you know, again, I'm getting a whole lot out because I missed that damn episode that followed up the, uh, you know, the World Cup miss a few weeks ago. So I've never really fully been able to get all my rage out. But, uh, you know, it, it's for everything that Jurgen Klinsmann was wrong about. I certainly do think he was right in that these guys needed more pressure put on them and the booing every time they touched the ball and the World Cup reject chance, uh, which for some of you who may have read, uh, as quoted as Roma reject, which is not what we were saying. We were saying World Cup reject. Um, you know, these are things that need to happen. Like they—they they need to happen. I mean, the pressure needs to be turned up on these guys, and hopefully, the younger generation, who I think is far more promising, um, considering some of the talent we've seen at the youth levels. Um, you know, they'll see. Like, Ooh, I don't want to miss a World Cup. Granted, it's going to be hard when there's 48 teams making the World Cup in the future.
2: <laughs> yeah, and let me let me add a couple things here too. Uh, if it was Tim Howard in net, he would have gotten booed too. Oh
1: yeah,
2: and w- who doesn't love Tim Howard? Yeah. I still love Josie. And I, I like
1: I like Michael Bradley. This like is them. just what happens. I like them too. I perhaps I, right. I absolutely like both players, but hey look, I'm pissed. If right. Sometimes, sometimes I get pissed at people I like, you know? If uh, you can't
2: handle an F you chant, come on man. Yeah. And I'm sorry, Kurt Lawson who writes for the Toronto Sun or whatever. Dude, yeah. good grief. You wrote such you wrote such a lame article. And I follow you on Twitter, and I, I respect you as a journalist, but... <laughs> dude, you're lame. You were calling fans shirtless bros? I don't know. It was really cold. I didn't see the shirtless bros. The only shirtless bros I saw were in the TFC section. And I yeah. guess if some of the GSU guys took their shirts off, which they do for every single game that's ever happened.
1: Right.
2: That's who you point out. So you point out the... What? What? 15 guys took a shirt off and not the other 1,200 people wearing jackets.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: You're, you're lame. And that your article is lame. And, it, and like, it just is.
1: And like you said, yeah, like the two or three rows of TFC were shirtless the entire game. Because it was balmy. Yeah. It was balmy for Canadians. I mean, there's Right, really- absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, looking at the replay after Javico scores and the cameras paying to the stands, the like whole first row of Toronto fans is shirtless. Yeah. right.
1: And all then I, I sure see
0: is... Uh, well, I mean, I see... You know? I see caps without... With with the brims just flat. So, why not? I don't know if that's part of the bros stereotype, but...
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, my, my last... My final say on this is, when these guys come back to play here again, the, the booze will be mostly gone.
1: Yeah. You
2: know, you're still going to have some after effects, because, again, this is going to sting for four years. But these two guys... You got to take it like a man, first of all. Take, take it like a man and realize that no one actually hates you too and that most fans still respect what they both did for this mm-hmm. team. They were both uh, semi-integral parts for a few years. So get over yourselves. You're making way more money than probably everybody in the stadium.
1: Yeah, Just well, get, get over it. Get over yourself. I think one guy did take it like a man because he didn't – Michael Bradley didn't say anything after the game. Uh, right. was, he, was, he
2: stood there and and absorbed the blows. Yeah, it
1: was just Josie who like and it, really it was for him, Josie the the whole loyalty thing was the part where I'm like, really, dude? Like you're you're if that's seriously your attitude, then you are too damn soft to play for the national team.
2: Yeah, and and, and maybe Alexei said it best: spoiled, mm-hmm. tattooed athletes, right? Something like that.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: I, I all mean, right, let's go. I got. I didn't call my two cents in. Okay.
1: Okay.
0: So, okay. Real quick, it's, it's two examples of other players that were quote like troll or something like that. The two I remember are Landon Donovan, Brian Ching. I don't know why I remember Ching of all people, but I do. Anyway, when they came, when Donovan was done with the United States team, Red Bulls fans called the U.S. reject. When Brian Ching was rejected from the U.S. team, he was called the U.S. reject. Why? what's the difference between those two and Altidore and Bradley?
2: Well, hold on. Landon Donovan gets booed because know, he's Landy cakes in the MLS.
1: Landon Donovan is Landy Cakes.
0: <laughs> right. That, there's a reason. He got no, booed. <laughs> but, but the difference between the two, the two groups, one failed to qualify for a World Cup. One didn't. So that's why this is a problem. Because they the I, Five for the World Cup, they have to kid, with kid gloves. I my
1: guess is if it never crossed over to you know, fuck you, Josie, fuck you, Mike Bradley, it wouldn't have come up per se. Because uh, Atlanta United fans uh, did boo them as well uh, when they visited Atlanta in the se- I think it was the season finale. Um my guess is, because the profanity is why it's not even really that much of an issue. I, I really haven't heard many people complain about it. I have heard, I mean, Andrew Weeby on extra time called it classless, but that he had no problem with it. Like you know, like he totally get it. You know, um, so and I guess if you want to I mean, say if if, if you want to take from the standpoint, it's classless because yes, there are children in the crowd, and you really should watch mouths. Fine. I'm okay with you taking that take. But in terms of the rage that American fans have at their players for missing the World Cup, uh, get used to it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean,
0: I mean, if you start talking about the, the actual FU chant now, it comes down to the unfortunately age-old discussion of at what point does your ticket stop you from talking what, how you want to in a stadium. Because mm-hmm. that's really what it comes down to. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is
2: not a game-to-game thing. No, that's not every single game. There's only there's only one entity that says fuck you more, and that's DC. That's it. <laughs> DC is the only thing that gets more FU chance.
0: Yeah. You know,
2: you, you know, this you is know a, this
0: is the one off. You know what's classless? Mexico's chant when opposing team keepers take goal kicks. Right. You know, yeah. you know what's you know what's classless? When people say fuck you asshole and then granted there were some tactics that came in that stopped it, but for the most part now it's gone in the league. Like, there's a lot more classic sacks than that.
1: And, and, look, this, again, going back to the national team, I mean, from my understanding in what Kansas City played in Houston, anytime Beasley touched the ball, Houston fans were booing. Uh forget who else was on the field. Uh... I feel there's Beasler and someone, but it wasn't Zeusy, But somebody else was also getting booed mercilessly uh, every time they touched the ball. Like, it's going to – every American-based, MLS-based U.S. national team player that was on that roster is going to get booed. And probably into next season as well because – they need to go on a boo
2: tour. They've only played a couple games. They're going to go on a booing tour.
1: Exactly. Uh, You know, so it's going to happen. Get used to it.
0: All right. Anyway, the Red Bulls still have another game to go. Huh? Well, I forgot. Yeah, uh, that game is Sunday, November fifth, three p.m. Eastern on ESPN. Here are these general scenarios: if the Red Bulls win one nothing, or tie or lose, they're out. They're done. Their season's over. If they win by the exact score line, two to one, it goes to extra time. If they win by a score of 2 nothing, or they score three or more goals and win, then they advance.
2: Yes. Fun. Fun scenarios.
0: So, we'll, we'll talk about this, but I want to, since I asked the question earlier about tactics and all that, I want to bring this back up. All right. Does Verone start at TFC on Sunday? Pat.
1: Hmm. Sure, bench Felipe. It's never going to happen. But <laughs> bench Felipe, put uh, Davis back in the middle. Put Varone out wide. Make it happen. It's not going to happen. But you know,
2: uh, I say Davis sits and Varone starts. Hmm. Because you need multiple goals. Mm-hmm. You need. You need at least two. At least two. Mm-hmm. to give yourself a chance at advancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm mean, this is this is why you watched when they played on uh Monday the way they played, they couldn't take a lot of risks because if you give up a counter and a third goal then it's over. Yeah. So they kind of just had to play their game for the rest of the ninety minutes there. This is more of the desperation and now you have you have ninety minutes. I, I love the classic coaching as Jesse said as they all say it's only half time.
1: It's only half time. Bro. Oh, it's a classic. I love hearing that. It's so much fun <laughs> to hear.
2: Um But yeah, I think I think starts, but I do not think they advance. I just don't. I just I just I can't believe it. I I shan't believe it. Um Go out on your sword, score a goal or two. Okay.
1: Uh Rebels win three nothing. Because <laughs> they went win, they win 3 nothing. because it makes no sense. That's why. Because this is MLS playoffs, and things that make no sense happen all the time. And how many times have the Red Bulls been in this position? Like, oh, they had such a great away leg. All they got to do is come home and close it out. Oh, that's all they got to do. And they blow it. Uh, what, it's ha- Red Bulls have been in TFC's position so many times, blown it. Uh and you know, we've got home sad. So Red Bulls are gonna win three nothing because there's no reason for it to happen. And that's how MLS seems to work in the playoffs. And so that's that's my prediction. Three nothing win Red Bulls. Very there true. Go.
2: Very true. MLS playoffs. Nothing makes sense.
1: I'm not I'm not thinking with my head. I'm not I don't even think I'm thinking with my heart. I, I think I'm pretty sure it's not my peen either. Uh, I think maybe I'm thinking of Ricky Cho or something. It's just so conscious coming yeah. out. Yeah. Chikahonis.
0: I, I, I texted you guys as soon as I thought watching that game. I told you we were done. I still think we're done. I don't know what the scoreline is going to be. Honestly, I don't care. If they if the Red Bulls somehow pull this out in advance, great. But I had not expected it. I am checked out for this game. I'm just going to watch. <laughs> I I, I I guarantee teasing. I guarantee I will still somehow get pissed off even though I'm checked out at this point, but I am accepting the fact now actually I accepted the fact on Tuesday when I watched this game that we're not making it past Toronto.
1: I'm just disappointed that I have to work a chili kickoff at my church, which sounds so churchy, it's insane, but we're cool, it's gonna be fun, gonna make chili. Um, yeah, and so. So I can't like you judge at least. I I I think I get to eat some, you know. I I don't think I get to judge per se. Hold
2: hold on, hold on. Will Chief Wigum have his insanity pepper chili there?
1: God, I hope so because I want to meet Johnny Cash Coyote as well. You know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So uh, I, I so I'm very disappointed that I can't like get kind of bombed at Derby Road watching this one. Kind of a bummer.
2: Yeah, 3 p.m. start time, right? Ugh.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yuck.
0: I think uh, NYC FC is like six or maybe they're one. I don't remember which. This well, I, well here's, the th- here's the thing, too. Do we really want
2: to win this game and then lose to the crew again? No. No. Because the Cruz, Cruz winning the title, right? Crew's winning MLS, especially game, right? especially, what's
0: what's especially this year, yeah,
2: yeah. It's, I, it's I, what's happening I, at this point.
0: All right, I'm going to throw this out there. Is this whole is this all like some plan by Anthony Precourt to like just gin up a bunch of karma? They like, no, they're major conscious. leaguing
1: him.
2: They are major leaguing him.
1: Yeah.
0: That
2: is <laughs> what's happening right here.
1: They're going to win the whole
0: fucking thing.
1: Yeah, so they've they've got to cut out of his wife with the things to come out. Oh, never mind. Maybe, maybe I wish But it's only, but only
0: it's only what one, two, three, six pieces because they're walk our team, yeah. right? <laughs> you guys. Uh, so
1: they're not even they're not even just major the league. In pre- they're not even just major league Holy in pre shit. court. They're major leagueing uh, Garber because you really think MLS wanted uh didn't want Mercedes-Benz Arena and uh have another couple of playoff games. Oh, you better
2: believe it. You better believe yeah. they did.
1: <laughs> Gar- Garber's right now watching, he's like, "Why are they doing this? Make them stop."
2: They're going to they, he's going to have to keep watching games in like the so-called worst uh soccer-specific stadium in the league.
0: Yeah. And then somehow like the team that comes out of the West is going to be bad enough that Columbus gets to host again. Yep. Yep. Which, by the way, I'm looking at the schedule. There's three games on Sunday, Mm -hmm. not four. Uh, That's because the other one's tonight. I know. Thursday night. Thursday night. Seattle-Vancouver played Monday. Why are they playing tonight as well?
2: No, they played uh, Sunday night. They
0: did? Okay.
2: Yep, they played Sunday.
0: Oh, that's right. So i was trying to watch them, and the Jets at the same time, like, oh wait, I can't because I want to see the Jets game spoiled. Well, which the, I probably should have just accepted that at that point. Cause the well, Jets. I
2: mean, the the, the soccer game is not going to kick off till after probably 10:30, so you can get most of the Jets game in here, which I'm watching right
0: now. I was talking I with was, I was talking with the Jets game from this past Sunday. Cause oh. I was watching it at night. Oh, Okay,
2: well, I'm watching the Jets right now, so they have some very shiny helmets. Yeah,
0: sure. Don't don't you. Are they doing a color rush tonight? Yeah, of
2: course. They're doing a color rush every Thursday God night.
0: Fucking, God damn it.
2: No, I'll tell you this. I, they, I like it. I like it. Shiny. Are the Jets all green? They are green, but their helmets are... are the, green. Wait a moment.
0: Are the Bills all... What was it? Blue, I think? Yeah, last they're, time, white. They? they're white. Okay. They at least took the colorblind people into took out this time. Yes. No,
2: it's it's not horrific to look at.
0: Because No, because the last time the Jets and Bills played on a Thursday night, it was like red versus green, and they like... I'm red blue colorblind. What the hell are you doing to me? <laughs> like they couldn't make out the team. <laughs> at it. Just don't don't tell me. I'm pretty sure they're losing, but don't tell me. I will tell you. Uh, right. Yeah. So let's see. So Sunday it's the Red Bulls at three, New York City at five. So they they must they must be the same boat. Thinking that New York's not going to win. <laughs> they're not even given the overtime buffer. <laughs> um... And then Portland-Houston at 7.30, where they at least get 30 minutes of... Uh, you know what it is? Because both games are on ESPN, so if the first game gets pushed back or pushed the second back, it's not a problem. Right, right. That's why they're stacking them up like that. Although, yes, I mean, it's... How... How, fun, how funny would this be? If New York-Toronto if New York, Toronto happens to go to penalty kicks and it pushes New York City so far back, they move it to ESPN, two because of the Sunday night coverage for football.
2: Oh, hopefully, there's something on ESPN2 and they have to get pushed back to ESPN. No, U. no,
0: no. I'm saying they're going to have their, their Sunday night wrap up on ESPN and they're just going to push back. They're going to push the other game to, to ESPN2. I, I,
2: I want I want, I want NYCFC to end up playing on um, ESPN College. It was ESPNU. Yeah. ESPNU. That's what I want. That's
0: what I want. So, speaking of that, since we're.
2: Yeah, let's let's talk about these let's talk about these other games because I want right. to laugh at see more. 0 going into tonight.
0: Boring, boring, boring game. Okay. Houston Portland zero zero. 0 Boring game. And then Karma Train twenty seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they should be <laughs> FC Karma <laughs> FC <laughs> FC
2: Karma uh, United.
0: Uh, 4-1 at home against NYCSC, which makes NYC in a worse position than the Red Bulls because they don't have away goals to help them out in the second leg. Nope. <laughs> no,
2: yeah, no. Well, no, they got one. They got an away goal.
0: No, I mean, they can't score away goals to help them out. Right. No, correct, yeah.
1: Well, if they went, if they went 3-0, which obviously is a big ask, they, they they would advance. Right.
0: Now,
2: do you guys know what happened in that game? And why it was four no. one?
1: I,
0: I know there was I'm a assuming, red card. I'm assuming a NYCFC player got sent off.
2: Oh, my friends! Not only did a player get sent off, two? but I'm gonna make I'm gonna make a gesture, Pat. Okay, and let me let me. It's, are you ready? Can, are you ready, for, this see,
1: ready for the gesture? I i I'm ready for the gesture. Oh,
0: oh yeah. 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 A little square, right? yeah! Little square, right? Little square. So uh
2: actually this is this is what happened which is kind of crazy. I believe this is the timeline. The uh referee got sick and the fourth official had to become that. the referee, okay? That, yeah. And I think that was uh right at halftime. Mm, yeah. And and it was up one nothing. There was a a the foul in the box was I forget the the Smurf player's name, but he uh there was a jump on. He elbowed the defender. Mm-hmm. Now they didn't obviously catch it. They went to the video replay. Clearly, he's up, put, moving his elbow towards the head. Uh, did not do any significant damage, any but the intent was there. If you looked at Twitter, every pundit said, everybody said that's a red card. Yeah. Sure enough, sent off. Not only did they score three more goals, but they scored two more goals up a man. Uh, NYCFC got to go back on a nice play from Via, but in the 94th minute the crew scored one made, more to make it 4-1 there you go that is fun and now that player of course will be sitting out this next game
1: womp womp.
2: so if it makes Red Bull fans feel a little bit better that was
1: hilarious if we lose on 70 it doesn't make me feel much better but you know whatever
0: I mean,
2: I mean, you got to uh, 90 victories. Because here's the it, thing.
0: I, the hand, Red Bull. Here's the way I look at it. Red Bull's losing to the top seed, and, and the team that had, I think it was the largest margin of victory for a Shield winner ever, versus a team that lost to a wild card, albeit one that is on some hell of a karma train at the moment. Oh, I would take it. I, 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 I didn't... At times this season, I didn't think we we're making the playoffs. So to get to this point of alone is like, oh, okay,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, we're we're not great, but at least we're not terrible.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But the we got further C- than Dex, right? Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so dumping ground. Uh, what else? Uh, New York Ripples two made it, has made it farther in the USL playoffs than.
2: Because they can't be stopped, apparently.
0: Apparently, they are on a playoff machine. Because second straight year, they are in the uh, USL Eastern Conference Finals against Louisville FC. Although this time, they're traveling instead of hosting. So we'll see how that right. works out. But, uh, yeah. Go Red Bull um, 2. Be- it's where we have to hang our hat on again. I mean, okay, they are the only rep- – Part of this Red Bulls organization that has won a knockout <laughs> trophy. So they're we'll
2: good. I think. I think the biggest breaking news, and we did write it down here, is that Kyle Beckerman cut the dreads.
1: Yeah, he did.
0: Oh, but one, apparently. That,
2: <laughs> I mean, that that is that is that should run across the bottom line, of ESPN. Oh yeah,
0: because I didn't think
2: that see, would you ever. Want, happen. Though,
0: First of all, the picture,
1: and you can't put the picture on the bottom line. Actually, maybe you can. Well, can then break in. There, break
2: it? in. Breaking news.
1: Breaking news, exactly. I'm sure Men and Blazers are losing their mind about it.
2: Of course. And Stephen Keel still has the luscious Fro going. So. Yeah, he does. He's, he's won the hair battle. Uh, uh, I, I, I have one more story, Pat, unless you have something to add here, soccer-related.
1: Uh, I do have a couple soccer tidbits real quick. Um, go for it. Did we – I forget. Did we talk about this last week about uh, San Antonio suing MLS over – the? No, I, no. no. I walked, we, you and I, I just discussed I did, that on Monday.
0: listen. I did not hear you guys talk about it.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's, I think, a big thing that's come out that San Antonio apparently was – the city of San Antonio was told, yeah, buy Toyota Field and make your bid. You're, you're good. You're good. And so San Antonio moved ahead with those plans, assuming they were going to get an MLS franchise in return – and but apparently MLS had always said they would never put a team in both Austin and San Antonio, and now with the team in Austin, San potentially and uh, looking very likely, San Antonio wants to sue MLS, or at that least is her, a- or judges having a prosecutor look in to illegality of what MLS is doing. So MLS getting some comeuppance. Good. uh Another quick thing—I literally just saw this—but Jurgen Klinsmann is interested in coaching uh, Club Tijuana in Liga MX, so that could be interesting. Uh, yeah, so, go for it. Why not? You know,
2: it's, uh, uh, he loves—he loves that coastline.
1: He really does. Hey, you can live in San Diego. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know,
2: right? He probably wouldn't even move. I would assume. Right? I think he already does live down there. So,
1: yeah. Um, and also I did it heavy, a lot of listening podcasting about U.S. national team stuff yesterday. A couple, uh, Total, Total Sack Show is certainly doing some great stuff right now about what to do with the U.S. national team. Uh, there was an interesting one, uh, I think a few days ago, where they talked to somebody, what can MLS do different? Uh, what are they doing right? Which you could listen and uh, the Max and Herc, or Herc and Max podcast in ESPN with Max Pretos and Hercules Gomez had an interview with uh, USSF presidential candidate Eric Juan It was an interesting listen. I recommend them all.
2: Boo. <laughs>
1: yeah, we're, we're thinking of doing something with the presidential candidates in the uh, off-season uh, for all of you, and I am already pretty much volunteering. I'll cover one of those. So. <laughs> Boo. <laughs>
2: All right, so I have one last story, uh, completely unrelated to soccer, but definitely related to our podcast. This past Saturday, I was at a couple indie wrestling shows <laughs> in uh, Howell, New Jersey, and listener of the podcast, Rich Ransom, was there. He came out to the show. He came out uh, as a doubleheader, so he was there for the second half of the first show and then the, the rest of the, the main event where there was 400 death matches and involved fluorescent light tubes and tables and chairs. And was this CCW? No, no, it was GCW, which might as well be CCW because they run it the same way with just people killing each other.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, but this is what I have to say. Rich is a very, very smart man because as most of these matches are spilling out into the crowd with dudes who are bleeding all over the place, on their back, foreheads, bleeding on the floor where they had a guy mopping up the floor between matches and mopping up seats between matches. Yeah. Jesus. So the best part was as the action would spill into the crowd, you've never seen a man move so fast as when Rich would pick that seat up that he was sitting and fold it and run away. So he did not have to worry about a bloody seat. <laughs> and he, he kept that seat close, and we were laughing about it. I'm like, you're the smartest man here. Like, you're taking the seat with you.
0: I thought you were so, going to say something like he wore a poncho or something and just threw a poncho no, that, him was, the night.
2: that would have been pretty smart, too. But luckily, he was far enough away where the blood and the fluorescent light tube shrapnel wasn't going to hit him uh, too often.
0: But do they, do they designate a blood splash zone now?
2: This is what they do. They go, oh, by the way, if you're sitting in the front couple rows, you might get shards of fluorescent light tubes on you. Yay! Not to mention that noxious gas that comes pouring out of them.
1: Man. Yeah. Gallagher shows have gotten hardcore, huh? (laughs) Crazy.
2: And let's have this match four times in one night. So, yes. I just want to shout out Rich. Uh, It was very good seeing him and I have to say the man was making smart decisions that night. (laughs) So that's it. That's my story of the night.
1: I should do, like, remember those Bud Light Real Men of Genius commercials? Like, we salute you, <laughs> Mr. Chair Runaway Guy. <laughs>
0: Chair Runaway Guy!
1: You saw
2: guys coming outside the ring and you said, not this time. I'm taking it with me.
0: <laughs> uh, so, is that it? I think that we're done, right?
1: We're done! Uh, well, at one point, even though I know nobody's still listening to the show... Uh, I forgot to make sure with <laughs> the Bradley uh, Josie thing is that I think another thing to remember about Red Bull fans is that our stadium and our fan base was scapegoated for the U.S. national team failure. So if, it gets, if we're a little extra bitter, I think we have a reason to be
0: extra salty. Just a little. Did either of them use it as a scapegoat? I don't remember. What's that? Did either of Did them it? use this, uh, us as the scapegoat?
1: Uh, I mean, Bruce, I think, was the most official voice to use it as a scapegoat, but, you know.
0: I was going to say, it would just lend extra weight to that argument if either of them did anything like it. All right. Anyway. Let's yeah. This one up. You can visit us, com slash, red hyphen, bull hyphen, rant. Patreon.com, slash, red bull rant. a few bucks away. Help us support the show. You can email us. Son of a bitch. I always forget to check the goddamn email. This is what I get for putting everything together 20 minutes before you start. There isn't. Right. Dude, one. There's nothing. We're okay. <laughs> I,
1: was, I was totally ready to go, but now, but now.
0: RedBullRant at gmail.com if you want to make me. There's 973 uh, the first Red Bull voicemail ever. Facebook.com slash Red Bull Rant on Twitter at Red Bull Rant for the show at Dr. Stooge for myself at PMACDA2 for Pat. At the Truman for Truman. Subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music, SoundCloud, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Last words before we get out of here.
2: Shock the league? And win?
1: Uh, Yeah, 3 nothing. We got this, guys. I believe in you. Do it. Win.
0: All right, so for Pat, Truman, and myself, this is episode number 248 of the Red Bull Rant. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Red Bulls. Bye, everybody. Bye.
1: Later.